What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage? Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. This is a podcast from Minute Media. Happy Halloween weekend and welcome to Netflix Live, a streaming TV podcast from Fansided. I'm Bryce Olin and I'm joined by my co-host of the podcast, Cody Schultz. Uh, We have a great episode for you today. We're talking about Halloween candy and the best Halloween movies and shows on Netflix. Uh, But first, we've got some big rumors to cover. So rumor has it that Victoria Pedretti and Dylan Arnold, the stars of You Season 3, are dating. Cody, any truth in these rumors? So I think that's like the big question the internet's asking right now. Um, So just some background on the rumor. It kind of first stemmed from like this gossip site uh, called Journal, which posted like a picture of the two of them together and said like they're reported to be dating. And since then, it's kind of taken off like a wildfire. Um, And it's not surprising because, of course, their characters in You Season 3 were kind of romantically involved, um, even though it was a little bit stranger in the show, because, of course, he's supposed to be like... I think just on the cusp of 18 and like she's of course much older than that in the show but of course in real life he's actually older than her he's 27 she's 26 so um, I think the age gap there kind of threw people off but it's really interesting I feel like this happens a lot with um, actors like when they're kind of their characters are romantically involved people just kind of adequately start assuming like are they dating in real life and of course we've seen it happen um, I mean look we saw you know Chase Stokes and Madeline Klein were dating for a while we don't know if they're still together or broken up but I mean there's plenty of examples of co-stars dating and I could definitely see this pairing work um, because there hadn't really been any rumors of who they were involved with before this kind of broke so it makes sense if their characters were kind of thrust together that they might have gotten close on set and could be together now in like the real world yeah I guess we'll just have to wait and see if they ever confirm the rumors I don't know how long we'll have to wait for that because who knows if they'll be in new season four so uh, they'll have to, they'll have to do it on Instagram or Twitter or whatever social media platform. I guess that, yeah, that's the, that's the big, uh, dating rumors of the week. I know we've had a few, um, with Netflix stars over the past couple of weeks, so that's all good. Um, uh, but we've got some more big rumors. So we know Stranger Things Day is coming up. Um, it takes place this year on Saturday, November 6th. Obviously that's the day that, um, Will Byers went missing in the upside down. And every year since then, Stranger Things has done a big, like, it's almost like, Uh, more like a party than anything there's not we've seen some really cool information get dropped on those days but it's generally more about like you know merch and stuff like that um so hopefully we get some big stuff this year there's some rumors that netflix is going to release that fourth uh stranger things season four trailer so we've seen the the three so far have been hopper um second one was 11 and then the third one was victor creel at to doom or um you know the the event (laughs) But uh, I I think that, yeah, I mean, I'm hopeful that we get it. There's also another rumor. um, Kyle Lambert, who designs the Stranger Things posters, um, posted like it was kind of a teaser on Instagram on on his personal Instagram that said, like, 
see you on Stranger Things Day. So that's leading a lot of people to believe that we're going to get the Stranger Things season four poster. So season four teaser, season four poster. That sounds good. That sounds good to me. Yeah, I'm thinking it might just be like the the optimist in me hopes we might get the poster. I mean, the the mm-hmm. trailer and the poster, but I just have a feeling that it's just going to be the poster. Maybe another like some kind of behind the scenes reel because um, I know like they've used those in different things with I think it was it might have been before to doom. I know they did like some big announcement day and like they showed us like the behind the scenes of something like Universal oh, or yeah. something like drive in event. And so who knows what they might have planned for this. But I feel like since we don't really know when exactly it's coming in 2022, like that fourth trailer or teaser, I feel like it might come at the beginning of like 2022 instead or closer to. So I'd love it if we got the trailer, but it definitely seems like the poster. Like if the artist is teasing something, there has to be like he knows something's coming. Yeah. And you know, it's got to be the like I was trying to think of like, what could we expect on it? And it's got to have all the characters because that's what they do. They have the, you know, and then we've got probably the monster this year. I'm guessing it'll have something to do with the clock. You know, at the last uh, the end of the last teaser was all about the clock and it's in the the Creel house, uh, I think upstairs in the Creel house. And then it goes to like we get the switch into the upside down and it's like, oh, the upside down's back in Hawkins or whatever. So I think that that could be, I don't know, there's some potential there. Um, it'll be interesting, though. I- I'm excited. I hope that there's, you know, like I said, I mentioned the merch. I think that last year they kind of rolled out like the Hellfire Club stuff and announced, I think maybe that was 2019 they shared the first episode. I can't remember. I'm getting the dates confused. But I think the Hellfire Club shirts, I think they released last year. So maybe there'll be something like that again. Um, we'll find out what partnerships they've got going for season four because, you know, that's what they do. They market the show really well. So um, I'm excited about that. Are you ready to talk about some Halloween movies, though? I am. I can't believe Halloween's like already here, basically. See, I feel like kind of the opposite. I'm like, it's, has it been Halloween for like two months? <laughs> like, it honestly feels like this is like the longest month of the year. And I even like Halloween, but it's still like, I mean, I think I watched Hocus Pocus and like, the beginning of September. And so it just really like extended the whole, you know, Halloween time. And I'm already watching Christmas movies. I'm not going to lie. But yeah, we'll we'll talk about those Christmas movies later. So uh, I guess this week we've got uh, or for Halloween this year, some good movies. We've got Hubie Halloween, um, The Conjuring, uh, Hush is a good one with Kate Siegel, Night Teeth, Army of Thieves uh, just dropped today on Netflix. It's not Halloween related, but you could watch it for Halloween, right? And then uh, the Fear Street Trilogy and The Babysitter. Any of those that uh, you're going to watch this year? Yeah, well, probably the only one on there would probably be Hubie Halloween just because I don't do, of course, like horror movies like straight up. But I feel like Fear Street is going to be a popular one this weekend. Um, And rightfully so. I feel like this was one I thought like Netflix could have easily held these three movies for October. But of course, we've discovered they had plenty of other stuff in store. And that's why they kind of dropped them over the summer instead. But I feel like those were see pop back up into the top 10 just because anyone looking for something new to enjoy. um, I feel like those are going to be the best ones on Netflix. Of course, we've got like Halloween is on Peacock and that. But I feel like those are probably the most recent and popular horror movies. So I feel like those will be a favorite just for people to watch this weekend. Yeah, definitely. And I think I think you nailed it with Fear Street. I feel like I think that the first movie like it it is even set during the fall. I think it is. It's there's a football scene in there. So uh, if you haven't seen the Fear Street movies, highly recommend those. The Babysitter is also great. It's like not super horror. It's more, more like, I don't know, jumpy slasher, which is like, I don't know. I'm more into those than like, I don't know, The Conjuring, which is another good one. If you like those kind of like ghost movies, count me out though <laughs> on those. 
Yeah, agreed. And I think the nice thing too is there's a balance. So there's definitely plenty of like good Halloween movies to watch this week on a Netflix, um, which I think is interesting because we it's always kind of hit and miss. Like you never know what they're going to get each year because of course, well, like this year we've got the Adams Family, I believe it is, it's dropping like November 1st, so right after the holiday. So I mean, you can enjoy that too. Like if you're November 1st, like you want to keep the Halloween vibes going, that one will be coming next month. Um But it's just like interesting to see they have a good lineup, I think, this year for Halloween movies. Yeah, it's so tough now. Like I remember back in the old days, like what was it, like 2016, Netflix had a lot of Halloween movies. They had a ton of the big Christmas movies. And, you know, with all of these streaming services and all of these studios pulling their IP back and um, doing new things based on, uh, you know, their old uh, or their other like productions and stuff, it it's it's tough. There's there's not as many on Netflix as say there used to be, but I think that it's so spread out now that like there's really no good streaming service that you're like, oh, that's the place that you need to go for like Halloween movies. I know you said Peacock has all of the like actual Halloween, like the Halloween movies, movies, uh, but the I don't know, HBO Max is solid, I guess, but it's pretty spread out now, which is good for like accessibility, bad for our wallets and bank accounts. <laughs> Yeah, definitely true. I mean, the good thing, though, is, you know, even if they're a little skimpy on, like, horror movies this season, I feel like Netflix still has what's arguably one of the best, like, horror genre series, which is Stranger Things. Um, I feel like that one's just, like, the perfect Halloween weekend binge. Like, the seasons are, you know, what, eight episodes each usually? Mm-hmm. Um, and so it's, like, you can sit down and make that, like, a weekend binge this Halloween. And it just is one of those ones, because I feel like it honors, like, the classics with its tone. Like, you can definitely pick up the vibes of how it was inspired by different movies movies and the genre just as a whole yeah there's definitely no doubt i think that this is the perfect halloween binge i'll probably watch it this weekend i started watching uh the first season a while back just like put it on in the background while i was doing other stuff and i was like okay i think i might watch this season two specifically is the quote-unquote halloween season it dropped on october 27th 2017 so it was like you know about four years ago and i know people watched it that halloween weekend and I think that there's even the Halloween episode. I think it's episode two. They go trick or treating and then Will has all of the the flashback. uh, I guess it's not a flashback, like visions and stuff from the upside down and all of that. That kind of set like the series, like like spun the series in a totally different direction than, you know, it was in the first season. So, yeah, I don't I don't know if there's a better Halloween show on Netflix and it sounds like Netflix agrees because they're having a Stranger Things watch party on Halloween. It's hosted by uh, Will Byers himself, Noah Schnapp. Uh, interesting timing, though. So the it's a, the first episode. They're going to stream it live on TikTok, I believe. Um, and I think Noah Schnapp has like a big following on TikTok. So that's probably why. But it uh, starts at 11 a.m. Eastern. So if you live out on the West Coast like me, you're going to have to get up early on Halloween morning to watch Stranger Things. Or you can just watch it by yourself. I don't know. Do you think there's a chance that we get like a teaser or anything? Or you think they'd save that for Stranger Things Day? I don't know why this just came into my head, but talking about clocks, like the fact oh. that they're doing it on TikTok and that's oh. the course the sound the clock makes, like makes me wonder, could they be planning something? Mm-hmm tied into there because that's also like a weird time like they've got to be doing something like i feel like they would want to drop news early in the day knowing it's halloween yeah so like if they're going to drop a teaser drop it during the early part of the day leave everyone to talk about it all the rest of the afternoon yeah netflix hit us up with the details if you if you (laughs) if you want to share beforehand 
Let's see. What are some other good shows to watch? So we talked we talked about the movies. We talked about Stranger Things. I, I know that there's a lot of other good shows for Halloween on Netflix, even if they're not as good as Stranger Things. Yeah, so I mean, Netflix is definitely home to a lot of good movies. I feel like the one of the most notable ones is the Scream, the series, which is interesting. Mm-hmm. They don't have the the movies, but they've got the series, all three seasons of the series. Um, and that one's definitely interesting because the first season felt like it was supposed to be like an anthology, but then they did a second season with the same cast. Um, season three, I think, is the tighter one. It's six episodes, an easy weekend binge, and it's like a self-contained almost movie just stretched out over six episodes. But then you've also got like Supernatural, um, Midnight Mass, American Horror Story, iZombie. Be, um, Chilling Adventures of Sabrina, which that feels like a perfect time to dive into that, knowing that Sabrina is going to be crossing over into Riverdale this this upcoming fall season. Um, and then we've also got the Vampire Diaries in The Haunting. Yeah, The Haunting of Hill House and The Haunting of Bly Manor are solid watches, both by Mike Flanagan, who directed Hush, which we talked about earlier, and Midnight Mass. So if you're, a, well, let's see, one of the Flana fans? Can I say that? <laughs> oh, that's awful. Uh, I heard that we needed some better dad jokes on the podcast. So there you go. Uh, <laughs> no, those are all solid choices. You could even add Riverdale in there if you're like us and just want to watch Riverdale. You know, um, there's no better time. <laughs> yeah. And I feel like this last season in particular really leaned into like the horror kind of and the supernatural elements. Yeah. Um, like the whole Cheryl witch kind of storyline, I feel like is definitely set the, you know, I should have seen the Sabrina adventure, you know, that crossover kind of coming just because they definitely leaned a lot harder into the witchcraft those last couple episodes, like with Cheryl and like the curse thing. And so I'm curious to see like how that's even going to time out. And so I thought the Sabrina storyline was over because Chilling Adventures of Sabrina got canceled after they had said that they had the crossover in the works and so I was like oh, I think this is over but nope we get it in what is the date November 16th Riverdale season 6 yeah I think they tease it's going to be like episode 4 or 3 um, and I'm curious because it sounds like it's only going to be one episode and I'm like why plan this big thing just to have like a one episode cameo thing so mm. I'll be curious to see like if they're trying to throw us off the sense and if they've got something bigger planned I hope so. I guess uh, we're gonna uh, we're, we're gonna talk about candy the rest of the time because you can't have Halloween, you can't do Halloween movies or shows without candy. So um, we've got a few few of our top picks. I I like a lot of stuff, but I'm gonna let you go first so you can hit us with your Halloween Cody's Halloween candy picks. <laughs> Yeah, so I feel like the the tried and true is just like the Reese's, but they have to be the shaped ones for Halloween. Like Reese like cups are good, but there's something different. Yeah, about like the pumpkins, and now they have like ghosts and all these different Uh-oh. shapes. And I don't know, there's just something different to taste. Like I don't know if they changed the format slightly, like the formula, but there's something about that. And then this might be the hot take. Like I'm not saying you have to eat an overabundance <laughs> of this, but I love candy corn. I'm in team candy corn. Like you can't eat a ton of candy corn, but it's just like that once a year you grab like just one bag and. And it's it's just one of those you know treats that I feel like it gets hated on a lot and there's a lot of people who are going to listen to this and be like is he like on something because there is like a strong passion that feels like candy corn is one of the worst candies but I feel like it's just I don't know it's one of those seasonal favorites for me are, I have to know now too though are you team candy corn or are I'm you like, not, like totally I'm against not it? team candy corn I like cannot even eat candy corn I always used to like get really excited you know like uh, I'm trying to think like back in school like the teachers would have like bowls of like candy corn and I'd always be like, oh, yes, candy. And then I'd like take a bite and be like, this is like, I can't eat this. The pumpkins that are like the same consistency as candy corn. I always think they look good. And I always take a bite. And I'm like, I don't know what what this is. I just can't do it. Um, oh, the man, one- I feel like 
We yeah. need to start like a banner now on Twitter. Are you Team Candy Corn? Yeah, let, we'll do a poll on Twitter uh, on Netflix Life. We'll do, do. Are you Team Candy Corn or not Team Candy Corn? And I think I think we'll find that a lot of people are not Team Candy Corn. But I've been surprised in the past by this stuff. Like the like seasonality of candy is really weird to me about like what people eat at certain times of the year. Like I cannot imagine eating candy corn in like April. Like it would just like, at least I can at least get behind eating it like in October, but like, I don't know. There's probably something wrong with you. Sorry to say if you're <laughs> eating candy corn, like all year round. Yeah, I can confirm I do not eat candy corn other than like, like I said, it's like like you you hit it on the head. Like, it's just like one of those seasonal things. Like you see it, it hits the stores. Now, I know they've got them like they do candy corn for other seasons now, but I don't need it then. Like, I just give me like a little bag around like Halloween. You can space it out throughout the month of October. Because like I said, this isn't a candy you like sit down and can eat handfuls of. It's just like one of those candies that I think it's a bad rap. Yeah, that's fair. We're going to have to do for Valentine's Day. We're going to have to do... uh, the hearts. What's a what's like the candy corn equivalent for Christmas? I don't know. I don't know. I feel like Christmas doesn't really have a universally like despised no. candy. Like everyone's just like so happy like during the holiday <laughs> season that like all the candy is good. Just yeah, anything. Um. So mine, yeah, I definitely Reese's a hundred percent. I wonder if they do like you mentioned. Do they change like the ratio of peanut butter filling to chocolate for the different ones, or if it's literally just a different shape? Mm-hmm. I would really be interested. In finding then that information out, but that's like my go-to. Uh, peanut butter is like I don't know. Is is peanut butter a food? Because if so, it's my, like my favorite food. So um, I'm I'm Team Reese's for sure. I also like Snickers. I feel like I don't know. I feel like those are a little bit overlooked, and I know that they're very popular. So that is like a very dumb thing to say, but like they usually I don't know if people are like, oh, I love Snickers. It's my favorite Halloween candy, but it's on my list. And then Kit Kat is like my other one. Like any three of those at any time during like the month of October, I'm all in pretty much any month of the year, to be totally honest with you. But um, yeah, those are my three. Also, I should say, I know we've talked about this in the past, that we both love M&M's. Uh, when you get like a bag of M&M's, it's never like, I'm trying to think, I got like a pack and it was like peanut M&M's, M&M's, and then a bunch of other different types of chocolate, basically. And I didn't eat those first. I was like, eh, I like the other stuff better. But then when I got to the bottom of the bag, I was like very interested in the M&Ms. I don't know what it is, but those are also like my dark horse. And that's, again, probably like one of the most popular candies. And like, I'm considering like the dark horse of my Halloween picks. I don't know. I'm backwards. <laughs> yeah, I feel like M&Ms were always funny. Like growing up, I remember like, I don't, I'm not a big fan of like the peanut M&Ms. I just like the regular ones. And so I've got three siblings. So like when we went go trick or treating, it was always like the trading of the candy. And it's like, oh, oh I got yeah. the peanut M&Ms, but I don't like these. Who has the regular ones? And like the trade off there. We also need to do, uh, I don't know what, why that just reminded me, but the licorice, we need to do team licorice team or team red vine team. Blanking on the name Twizzler. Twizzler, Twizzler yeah. <laughs> I think you can I'm, guess who's Team Witch. <laughs> yeah, I, I'm on Team Redvine. You're Team Twizzler, and we. I'm trying to think. I think that I'm probably in the minority. Someone I remember when we were talking about it. Uh, it was like I, I don't. I don't know what Redvines is, and I was like, oh my gosh, like through my heart. Like, <laughs> I like licorice. What could I say? We need to just start like candy wars. That'll be our next like segment. We're just debate candies each episode. That's we do. Yeah, we will. Um, I guess any last thoughts we're almost out of time for Halloween picks. I know I'm going to be watching Stranger Things. Check out Army of Thieves. Like we said, not Halloween related, but it exists in the same universe as Army of the Dead. There's no zombies in this though. So, well, I don't know if I can say that, but 
Not very many zombies in this. Yeah, I'm with you. I think I'll probably be queuing up Stranger Things at some point this weekend. Even if it's just on like in the background while I'm doing like other stuff like carving pumpkins or that. Like I feel like that's just a good show to have on on Halloween weekend. That sounds good. Well, happy Halloween, everyone. Thanks for listening and uh, we'll see you all next time.